Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Today, it's full moon, as well as the final Looking Up in 2023. The Earth has done its thing and dutifully chugged around the sun, for which we may all be grateful. Today's full moon is called a Springbok moon, and if you want to know more about Southern Hemisphere names of moons, go to the Centre for Astronomical Heritage's website, cfah.org.za, and look up Heritage Moons. And I'll put that in the podcast write-up. But what about our moon? Here's some fun facts. The moon is Earth's only permanent natural satellite. It is the fifth largest natural satellite in the solar system and the largest among planetary satellites relative to the size of the planet that it orbits. There was talk a couple of years ago about there being another moon around Earth, which is called 469219 Kamo Oalewa, but this is a quasi-satellite. It's a very small asteroid between 40 and 100 metres around and it's actually orbiting around the Sun but has a similar periodicity to Earth at 366 days. So there have been several of these spotted since the early 1900s, some of them orbiting the Earth, perhaps, but only for a short time. The Moon is the second densest satellite in the solar system. The Moon is the second densest satellite in the solar system, among those whose densities are known anyway. And the first densest is Jupiter's satellite Io. The Moon always shows Earth the same face. The Moon is in synchronous rotation with Earth, its near side is marked by large, dark plains. They're called Maria because in the early days they thought they were seas. And these fill the spaces between the bright, ancient highlands and the prominent impact craters. The moon's surface is actually dark, although compared to the night sky it appears very bright, with a reflectance or albedo, there's a good pub quiz word for you, albedo, just slightly higher than that of worn asphalt. Earthshine is a wonderful thing to see where the sun's light bounces off Earth, reaches the moon and bounces back to our eyes. The part that is already lit up by the sun because of the phase of the moon may be lit up by the reflection of sun's light from Earth. The part that is not already lit up by the sun because of the phase of the moon may be lit up by the reflection of sun's light from Earth. So you get this wonderful dark half circle, it's quite spooky. The moon's gravitational influence produces the ocean tides, a few other very large liquid body tides, and the slight lengthening of the day. It does not have an influence on smaller bodies of water or, for instance, on sap rising in plants, as some people think there might be. The reason there may be a difference in agricultural practices at the full moon, uh, which is, again, it's today, is that the soil can be one degree warmer at this time. The Sun and the Moon are not the same size, despite the fact that from Earth, both Sun and the Moon look the same size. In fact, the Moon is 400 times smaller than the Sun, but also 400 times closer to Earth. Hence, we can have a total eclipse from time to time, where the Moon fits exactly over the disk of the Sun. The Moon is drifting away from the Earth. It's moving at approximately 3.8 centimetres away from our planet every year. So deep into the future, there won't be such a thing as a total eclipse because the moon won't actually fit over the disk of the sun as it does now. The moon was made when a rock smashed into Earth. The most widely accepted explanation is that the moon was created when a rock the size of Mars slammed into Earth shortly after the solar system began forming about four and a half billion years ago. But since we weren't around to witness this, we can only surmise that this happened. The moon makes the Earth move as well as the tides. So everyone knows that the moon is partly responsible for causing the tides of our oceans and seas on Earth, with the sun also having effect. However, 
As the moon orbits the Earth, it also causes a tide of rock to rise and fall in the same way as it does with water. The effect is not as dramatic as with oceans, but nevertheless it is a measurable effect, with the solid surface of the Earth moving by several centimetres with each tide. The moon has quakes too. They're not earthquakes, they're moonquakes. They're caused by the gravitational influence of the Earth. Unlike quakes on Earth that last only a few minutes at most, moonquakes can last up to half an hour, but they're much weaker than earthquakes. And lastly, there is water on the moon. Yes, this is in the form of ice trapped within dust and minerals on and under the surface. It's been detected on areas of the lunar surface that are in permanent shadow and therefore very cold, enabling ice to survive. And the water on the moon was likely delivered to the surface by comets. Moons come quite literally in all shapes and sizes, and our moon is just one of more than 200 moons in the solar system that we've identified so far. So that's what all about moons. For now, this is Ketchel Kirk and wishing us clear skies. And go and enjoy that full moon. If 